0: Okay, we're live in the Chiropractic Freedom Project. And if you are interested in expanding the influence that you have on the world, you are not going to want to miss the next 20 or 25 minutes. We are very blessed to have Roberto Monico, beautiful name, um, honored us today. Um, from Brazil, Roberto?
1: From Brazil. Originally from Brazil, but I live in America yeah. now. I'm a more American yeah, than Brazilian. I live in Brazil for 25 years. I live in America for... Twenty six, or more American than Brazilian now. Oh, okay, now. okay. and you also—you're not a chiropractor, but you've basically been adopted by the
0: profession. You know, over <laughs> I, the last I, few have. Years. I have. I have. Uh, sorry, that I was just saying. Uh, Off air, uh, the way I came across you was through um, finding out that you had helped Chris Zayner with these dinner talks. Yep. And yep. Um, when I listened to his dinner talks, um, I said to myself whoever helped me with that book, that's one of the best put together presentations I've ever seen. That's how I came across your name. Um, And obviously since then, your name has cropped up many, many times. But what I'd like to do is is just as a start off, is you introduce, you know, how it is that a professional speaking coach uh, has now been adopted by this great profession and you've helped, I think, thousands of chiropractors now. So why don't you tell us that story?
1: quickly? I love it. I love it. So I... So my, my background was in banking, Brazil. I came to America, and I was in a spot that I wanna have found uh, find purpose in my life, and end up working for a guy named Tony Robbins. I don't know if you're familiar. In a, very in a, well, yeah, very well. I worked for Tony's for six years, and my job was I had two jobs. One, I was doing around 400 talks a year, just like when a Cairo does a lunch and learn. I was doing 400 quote unquote lunch and learns a year, and then I start training other speakers for Tony. And when I left. I started working, uh, f- uh, I have my company, and one of my clients, Garen Gunso, introduced me to Chris Zaino. And I started work- working uh, with Chris at that time. I had no idea, that was 10 years ago, about chiropractic, dinner not a doctor. Remember, so Chris sent me his dinner first time, and he was closing around 60%. I just watched a presentation, like I watched a financial planner, a real estate broker, mortgage yeah. broker. And uh, I gave some suggestions. And on the first dinner, he closed eighty-eight out of ninety people, and he goes, he goes, bro. I want to introduce Travis chiropractor right now. Now, in the, in a process, in a process, I met my wife, and my wife uh, said, you know what? One day when they want to have a family, and she stopped de- taking birth control pills, and then she went to four, four MDS, no answer. Four, and then eventually I was talking to Chris. I went to uh, uh, Dr. Ryan Hammond in San Diego, California, X ray. And it's like, here we go, big subluxation, lower back and the neck. And we both start chiropractic care. And fast four years later, I remember uh, we were three years without getting her period. We both felt amazing. We, We never took drugs anymore, but her period never came back. So, specifically five Christmas ago, I remember December 24th, I wake up in the morning, I'm drinking coffee. wife is sleeping she wakes up goes to the bathroom opens the door crying crying couldn't talk i'm like what happened what happened she goes i got my period i'm like are you sure she goes i'm sure and we hug and uh obviously fast forward we got pregnant and throughout this journey i learned my best friends at chiropractors he said they they told me you gotta watch a movie the business of being born i don't have a watch on netflix it's an amazing movie it's about natural birth. Some wife said, I want to have a natural birth, just like the caros do. It's like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and then and then uh, Sophia Elizabeth, my daughter, was born. And when she was born, she couldn't, she had embiotic food in her lungs and she couldn't she couldn't cry, she couldn't breathe. And the two midwife nurses said, well, by California law, if you don't if you the baby and the mama are not healthy in 12 hours, you gotta go to the hospital. And she was born at 10, 16 p.m. And we're just waiting there. They attach a machine on her to measure her oxygen levels. And I remember, Dr. Robert, at 5 a.m., I pick up my phone. I text Dr. Ryan. My car would say, hey, is there any way you can come here? And I send a text. And he said, I was waiting for the call. And he came. And he put Sophia down. She's eight hours old. And he felt her atlas. She goes, yeah, she's obnoxious. I just her once. And we waited. I just saw her again, twice in three minutes. And he said, she's clear. And she gave my, uh, my daughter, Sophia, to my wife. And just like a movie, Sophia went like this. Threw up, threw up the ambiotic fluid that was in her lungs and gave the most beautiful baby cry. Sure. And I looked to my right. Dr. Ryan Hummel, big tall guy, used to play rugby. With tears come down. He said, "Did you see the power of the innate?" And I'm like, "Holy smoke!" I said something else, but you wanna, you wanna keep your your life clean. And and then uh and she w- and went away. And then because he had opened his practice, and within half an hour, Sophia was fine. And 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 uh, the two midwife nurses came to the room and said, "What happened? What happened?" And I told the story. So my chiropractor came in, detected a, a, a atlas subluxation, adjusted, she threw up, she's fine. And they look at me like, "No, what really happened?" I'm like. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, the, no, here's the, the reason why we are talking today. is because a couple of days later, um, I, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation in your life when life is so crazy. And finally, when you stop and you close your eyes, it's almost like a movie passing by super fast. And for me, it was the last four years of my journey with my wife, four MDs, could have up, uh, her period, then got pregnant, all that journey. And I'm here looking at this beautiful baby. And I had this massive breakthrough, massive. Um, here's the breakthrough. Is that in order for us to have a natural birth in California, the birth center encouraged us to have a class. It was a once a week class, every Wednesday, three hours. Just learn about the yeah. natural birth process. So I did this class. Now here's the, the kicker. There's 10, there's 10 couples, 10 moms, 10 dads. And on the first night, they ask, why are you here? Why are you here? All of them, 20 people, said something along the lines of, we want to have something natural. You want to have a natural experience. You want to stay away from the traditional medical system. And out of 20 people, only one dad, only one mom, and only one baby was at just a birth, which is my family. And the question, I asked two questions for Carlos. Number one, why do you think that is? I know you know the answer. But why? Why? <laughs> One out of ten. And this is people who say, hey, they raise their hand, right? Ideal client, ideal patients. I want to have a natural experience. Why? And I know you mentioned that you have a passion to help Kairos communicate through webinars and videos. That's why, why? Right? Because most of Kairos, I'm talking about the industry. We don't. We don't tell the story. And the second question is, what are we going to do about it? So with that story, I'm here to serve uh, my first, my first exposure to uh, South Africa. I wish I had the, the cool accent. I have a Brazilian accent, but I'll do my best. Uh, your accent's not too
0: bad either. I mean, you know, I, I think it's just before we get into it. I, I interviewed uh, Fabrizio Mancini a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And what what amazes me is two of the best communicators that I know. English is not your first language, <laughs> and yet you've become world-class at communicating in your second or even third language. So we have no excuse as English speakers, you know, to become master communicators. Um, And I totally agree with you. Somebody asked me the other, in fact, yesterday on one of my Facebook groups, I said, why after 127 years is chiropractic not mainstream? Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. somebody asked you that question. How would you answer that? Um,
1: I can give you example after example after example, I do a lot of uh, talks associations. So I have a really good feeling, I right, for what's happening. Just two weeks ago, I walk in a room in association. There's 20 caros in association to the event. And, I, and the first question that I ask is, how many of you here are doing any type of patient retention class? Four. Out of 80, raise your hand. And then I throw a joke like, oh, maybe you guys didn't understand my question because of my accent. Let me ask again. Right? So people are like, ha, 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 ha. They go, how many of you here are doing outside talks? Zero hands. How many of you here are Hmm. using video? Because there's no excuse with video at least, right? Because of lockdowns. And the same for people who are educating. So primarily that's what I think because we are so focused on getting the next patient. And and you get the patient, and then you don't educate the patient. Uh, there's no reason why someone would quit chiropractic care. Tell me, if people really understand a chiropractic philosophy, there's no reason why someone ever leave, ever leave chiropractic. Even if they move town, they will find another chiropractor. Yeah, that's number yeah. one. I think number one is the lack. Of people, first of all, we don't educate people well. Patients are off. And number two, we don't do a good job marketing. People, a lot of doctors they hate marketing. They don't like they, they don't like it. So I feel. Personally, I feel I'm kind of biased, but I'll tell you that public speaking has been around 300 years before Christ. The first book was ever written was Rhetoric by Aristotle. And now, all live video, what are you doing right now? Video, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, webinars. All they are is an extension. While you and I were talking, is an extension. You, you amplify your influence. So personally, as, as, a, as a coach, as a mentor, as a speaker, I think this is the best opportunity. I'm hanging out with you, you're in South Africa. I mean, you're in Charleston, South Carolina, you, we have an audience from everywhere looking at us. So I love uh, uh, joining us. So I feel it's an amazing opportunity. And I think that we, can ha- we have to have the burning desire to tell the chiropractic uh, story, so. That's it. And,
0: and it's, there's never been an easier time than now. As you say, you can pick up your phone and potentially have hundreds and even thousands of people to, seeing your message. But I mean, and I'm sure you'll agree with me. There is something about a live event, though. Oh, yeah. You know, the, sure. the, the world is going sure. towards Zoom and webinars and all yeah. these things. And I mean, that's my game. So, um, you know, obviously I'm a big fan of that. However, there's something different
1: when there's 20, 30, 40, 50 people in a room and you connect at a deeper level. For sure. You know, I think what it is, the, I want to address two things for chiropractors. You should be a lot of chiropractors, at least in America. At least in America, they're kind of waiting for these lockdowns because to go back. And yeah. the way, it, and I think virtual presentations, live talks, for example, lunch and learns is offers them virtual lunch learns, webinars offers them a massive opportunity. Um, in America, I don't know the status of America. In America, between twenty five to thirty percent of the U.S. population, you're we, still going to be working remotely. Why? Because yeah. companies save money, yeah. right? They save money, they can recruit from anywhere, employees are happy, right? So, so a patient comes in, all we have to do, doctor, you go like this and say, hey, Bob, Bob is your patient, right? Let, are you working from home still or are you working in an office? Now, if the Bob say, no, you're back to working in an office, Great. A lot of people are interested in learning how they can become healthy, have a strong, uh, to become stronger. Let me do a workshop. If people say, no, you're working from home. Great. I'm curious, how often do you meet you with your team online? They're going to say, every day, right. every day or every week. Perfect. Is there any way I can do a 20 minute lecture on and teach people how to stay healthy working from home? It's a win win. Double the Ooh. opportunity. And the doctors. The doctors doctors tell me Roberto, is not the same. It's not the same. And I'm like, of course, not the same. Is that vanilla ice cream the same as chocolate ice cream? No, right? No, it's not. How about strawberry ice cream? That is not the same. It's not the same. Looks the same. It's not the same. Don't compare. Don't compare. Right? Yeah, so, so these...
0: you, you're spinning it in a different way and seeing it rather as us being a negative that people aren't going to these events. You're spinning it and going, no, there's actually more access now because we can go digitally there's or we can go in person.
1: There's more They'd be like, oh, it's in person. Great, I'm ready. And I actually, I actually, uh, I actually uh, one of my clients invited me to one of his virtu- first virtual presentations. It was fascinating. There's probably uh, 40 people in the room. He did okay. He closed like eight, people, eight appointments of 40. But some people didn't have the cameras on and was the first time presenting but guess what eight people for not driving to the company not have to buy didn't buy food Was like really <laughs> Web, uh, webinar 30 minutes out go back adjusting yeah. that's not bad gig that's not yeah. bad gig you know
0: you have to buy those big fruit platters um <laughs> <Yeah>. without, <laughs> that nobody <eats>. but now <laughs> listen uh I know we, we're short on time, so I want to make sure we get the most kind of value out of you. Yeah. So I've just got one quick question, then I want yeah. you to, to give us some tips. When Now, I am by nature introverted. Um, however, when it comes to speaking in front of an audience, I've somehow trained myself to kind of break through that. What, what would you say to doctors that are scared of picking up the phone or even worse, mm. you know, nervous of doing presentations. What what is
1: your advice to that? Mm-hmm. Well, Chris, funny you said the introvert because you are you're a powerhouse communicator. Chris Zeno is a powerhouse communicator. He's an introvert too. I feel like introverts they make the best communicators, honestly. Why? Because they take the time to elaborate their message. They gotta work, they gotta work for. They work yeah. for people are extroverted, they go, I'm always ready. I'm already but then sometimes they are all over the place. They don't have structure, they don't have they, they they didn't take the time to elaborate the thoughts. So personally, I learned I didn't think so, but throughout my experience, introverters, I don't want to create a label here, but by looking at the results, man, they become better communicators because they have to work at it in a sense. That's it, that's true. Um, now as far as as far as one tip about video, so here what happens. I, I wanna give you my best, my best one tip. To for, for 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 video marketing, for camera shyness, because I know your audience, they do a lot of webinars and videos. I'm going to talk about two things. Number one, the number one reason in my perspective people don't do videos or webinars or live videos is because they don't want to be judged. Like yeah. if I put myself out there, I'm going to be judged. There's a lot of fears of rejection, failure, not being loved anymore. But the number one is fear of being judged. What if I told you that even if you don't record videos, you're already being judged. right? Being unknown, obscurity is a form of judgment. Now, if you think about it, someone in your community say, "Hey, have you heard about Doctor So and So?" Never heard the doc- about the doctor, dear. Well, if I never heard about this doctor, dear, for what? She's not that good. Yeah. She's not no, that good again. because if he or she was really good, right, <laughs> yeah. I would have heard about them. Never, yeah. whatever. right? So the only way for you to change, quote-unquote, that judgment is by what? Marketing, communication, speaking, because you have a chance to, so, to change the perception. By the way, they already, if, you, if they don't know who you are, they already have a judgment. Understand that. So ultimately, I wrote that rule that said that the ultimate form of judgment happens when someone that needs my help is willing to pay for my help, doesn't know I exist. So now I'm like, how am I going to change that? Communication. And the second thing, uh, in communication, all we we do in communication, if you're a chiropractor, if you're a doctor, if you're a leader, we always move your audience from point A to point B. Point A, where they are, point B, where they want to be. Not patient, become a patient. Corrective care, wellness care, whatever you're doing. And once you understand that communication is everything you say, every question you ask, every story you tell, every statistic study you share is always about moving someone from point A to point B, you realize that uh, in communication, metaphorically speaking, you have this, this it's almost like we have a light right in the studio, you have this, this spotlight. And sometimes when you turn the light too strong in your eyes, you can see blinds you. So here's a metaphor. The doctors who experience the fear, the camera shyness, the fear of being judged, they have the light so bright in their face because they're asking this question, how do I look? How do I sound? Am yeah. I going to be judged right now? I want to say the wrong thing. Do I have a the room? Right? Instead of changing the spotlight, the light from their face to the audience, to the audience, and realize that communication is all about moving the audience from point A to point B. And, and you are not, even though you may be in front of a camera, it's not about you, it's about them. And once you really, oh truly God. understand a, you change the light from you to them, you're not, you don't a spotlight. It's them from point A to point B. I, but Roberto, my nose is too big. Well, guess what? When you go to the store, that's exactly how your nose look like. Roberto, but my right eye is bigger than my left eye. Guess what? I'm sorry, but your right eye actually is bigger than your left eye. What <laughs> do about it. When I start, Dr. Robert, when I start recording videos, I go, man, I don't have the accent. Guess what? Yeah. Dude, you have the accent, you know? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why I, I say, you know,
0: between you and Fabrizio, like your communication, there was no excuse. You exactly. become world class and it's not your first language. Now, I, we probably don't have time unless you can do it in a few minutes. But in terms of the structure, now, we yep. know that most chiropractors talk too much Uh, logic too much facts figures and people lose their will to live now the way you you actually should be obviously facts figures stats are important but the way you should actually balance that is by emotionally connecting through stories through case studies Um, but if you can give a structure of what are the
1: couple of things that every talk must have to influence yep so number one, uh, so I I wanna I to do eight hours in uh, two minutes. Ready? Yeah, okay. <laughs> number one, you gotta open up the you gotta open up a talk strong. So if you have a workshop, make sure you engage them right away. Number two, you position your message. I call framing, pre framing. Uh, he, he who sets the frame wins the game. She who sets the frame of the game. So the section your talk where. You intro, you you preframe the message, including your personal story. One of the most important things you gotta tell your personal story, right? But you gotta make relevant to the topic. Then you talk the body, yeah. right? The body of your talk usually follows two patterns. Number one, problem solution, or number or the other option to be problem, the impact of the problem, the cause of the problem, mm. why the problem won't change, then solution, how the solution works. Proof that works through storytelling. And and then what's, why is the best solution? What's the best, the best, the best, uh, the option? Then you have the pre-close and close. Pre-close when you start introducing your, off, your offer, you, you, I always add freedom of choice. That means like you always want to say yeah. the line, always want to say, look, obviously when it comes to your health, you have the power to decide what you're going to do. That way you reduce resistance from people is really important, yeah. Yeah. right? Uh, there's a lot of things. Just my pre-close alone has 13 steps. And then I close where I give a, a very specific call to action. Um, I add some type of emotional uh, mechanism again because we have something called the law of primacy and recency, what comes first and last. So mm-hmm. we always want to engage people in the beginning, the end, almost like a sandwich of emotional content in the middle. And then I close again. I know like I, I tried to cover all this information, but... Uh, I would love to go back and share more with your audience.
0: Absolutely, I think I think that's what we must do. We must get get you back. But I mean, from what I, I get from that, is you know, you start with something that kind yeah. of gets their attention. Yeah. And then you start with some emotion, and your personal story is a great way of doing that. Yeah. Then you have the body, and in the body, you've got problem implication solution benefit maybe to that solution yeah
1: yeah how you prove it yeah solution benefit prove it. and then exactly. you can do that a few
0: times depending on what you're trying to get across um and then another emotional uh some connector and, and a testimonial or some type of case study may be good with that and then i love that i should do that i should say your options are you know you can do nothing you can do this and i didn't do it in a judgy way because literally open up you, yep. you have options now but if yep. you do choose to go in this direction this is how it would work. And it took that resistance and stress off the audience, like I was trying to push yeah. them in yeah, the freedom, it. The freedom yeah.
1: of choice, freedom of choice communication research talks a lot about that. So, in the end of the day, people have the choice to choose yeah. the, the, the worst outcome they do. It. It's just the acknowledging, right? even though they know what you know, the acknowledging that they have the power reduce resistance. So now people are like, sure. okay, right? So, yes, it's so okay. good. I, I much I, I, time have you, you you have to get right now? Yeah, I have. I, unfortunately, I have to go. But I, I just want to say, Dr. Robert, thank you so much for the, the invitation to be here to share. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you again. No, we'll do it again. Last thing I
0: need from you is just if somebody wants to watch some of your content, where must they go?
1: Yeah, they go to uh, uh, just you can go to CairoSpeaking.com. Uh, YouTube, CairoSpeaking. Uh, Instagram, CairoSpeaking. CairoSpeaking.com. Okay,
0: beautiful. So we'll be in
1: discussions and I'll I'll bring you on live again. But thanks for your time, right, thanks so much, brother. I right, talk soon. Bye bye.